Every day, Jacob Singer goes to work. What's wrong? It's one of those days. And every day, he wonders what is happening to him. Maybe it's the pressure, Jake. They're like demons, Jess. They weren't human. What were they, Jake? Let me look at your hand. You have a very strange line. See, according to this, you're already dead. <laughs> Something's wrong, Jake. They're coming after me. I don't know who they are or what they are, but they're going to get me, and I'm scared, Jake. I've seen them, too. Maybe the demons are real. He's running 106 feet with... This is barbaric. I can get rid of the demons. Who are you? I can block the ladder. Who are you taking me? Where am I? Where do you want to go? Home. This is your home. You're dead. I'm not dead. What are you then? I'm alive. then go ahead welcome to movie the podcast that's right movie the podcast it is the last week of september we're all here virtually representing the east coast from the mason dixon on down it's movie the podcast we did it we're also representing mason the line dixon Remember God, that? shout out to Mason the Line Dixon. You know, that was a you couldn't win that fight one way or the other. Like it was a lose lose. It was a bad call. What do you mean? Like, oh, if you're Mason Dixon, like why would you ever take that? Why would you fight that old man? You either lose to an old man or you beat an old man. Like that's but a that, lose. But the simulation said the, the, the right, guy got goaded ES- into it by a fucking EA game. Like EA Sports. ESPN played Knockout Kings. They're like, yeah. oh shit. Yo, know, we what? made this version of Ray to Rumble with Mason the Line Dixon. <laughs> I love and that movie. And, uh, and Rocky Balboa. And you I lost. love that movie, but what a fucking stupid ass premise. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, the video game says Muhammad Ali would be would be anti-blockers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's better it says Rocky Maggiano would beat a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Wouldn't the car always this out? Uh, what do we watch? Uh, what do we do? What did we watch this week, God? This week we watched Jacob's Ladder, a movie yep. not about ladders, Mm-mm. but about a guy named Jacob. Yep. So, Jake Jack Off's Ladder. Jack Off's. <laughs> Jake Jack Off later. Jake Off later. Yes, we watched that. This is the final week of September. Right. Um, What's next? TikToktober. What is next? I think it's TikTok October. TikTok October. <clears throat> yep, TikTok Time travel movies. All very very exciting. That th- that might be one of the most exciting months that we've ever come up with because there's a lot of good time travel movies. <laughs> Piss Sean off. Yeah. He hates time travel movies. Bless up uh, Hot Tub Time Machine too. Sean loves time travel movies. He just gets mad at bad ones. That's all. I might pick Terminator Dark Fate because I haven't seen it yet. Didn't we watch? Oh, I felt like we watched it on the show, but we didn't. No, everyone we all, else has watched. We it. all saw it. Yeah, Dude, everyone's seen it, but me. Barely any time travel in that movie. It's so bad. <laughs> all right, what did y'all watch this week? Uh, Alec, Alec. 
I watched six movies. Oh, holy nice. shit! Well, it's Come been in. like two weeks. Come last on, week we didn't. Spicy. That last week true. we didn't talk about what we watched. That true. is true. Because last week oh, we had fuck. our special crossover episode. Oh god! With, uh, I oh I, fo- I totally a vague idea. That. Shit! That means I got extra movies that I have to think about. Fuck! Well, I, totally, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Alec. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, watched Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Hey, how, how'd that hold up? It doesn't. No, <laughs> it doesn't hold up like at all. There's a couple of funny, <laughs> couple of funny jokes, but overall, like what little charm it had back in 2002 or whatever is gone. Yeah, and now Rob Schneider, 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 Rob Schneider. He's like a anti-vaxer, anti-mask, like knucklehead. Is he really? Really? Is he even a- is he like? Does he have enough clout to really take that stance? What do you mean? Like, who is the most prominent person in that movement? Like, he might be the only one with any kind of clout. But I'm saying, it's like, all- he's already like, he's already like hanging on by a razor's edge to like relevance. Like, should he really be throwing himself in with that lot, or is that the play? I mean, what else? I, I, he probably genuinely believes that stupid shit. Well, you shouldn't genuinely believe anything if you're famous. You should do whatever is popular. The funny thing is, is you're absolutely right. So, Deuce Big, was there a sequel to Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? European, Gigolo. yeah. It came out with everybody's PSP. <laughs> I never, I never saw oh, it. It was him sitting there, and at the Leaning Tower Pizza was his fucking dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah Leaning Tower yeah. Pizza. The Leaning Tower of Pizza. Yeah, I know. I said it wrong. I was trying to make. I was making a. Bit. I mean, I love a Leaning Tower of Pizza more than the actual <laughs> monument. How would you make a tower um, out of pizza? Then the boxes. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna be and then one the at the bottom. One at the bottom loses a little bit of uh, stability, so they all lean. What too uh, much grease? What compelled you to watch Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? Uh, I, don't, I needed to watch something. Not needed to, but we were watching something quick this afternoon before dinner. Gotcha. Or during dinner before the show. Um, watched uh, Clue. That movie's. A lot of fun. I've never, um, I've never, I, need, I need to see that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, really? You've never seen Clue? I know. We, we've been over this on the show before. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. Not not because it's I don't fun, want it. And it's another, it's short. It's under an hour and a half. You've seen uh, that Deuce before, Bigelow. right, Alec? Uh, along, like, when it came out, probably, like, when I was a kid. I fucking love that. Um, yeah, that movie's tremendous. And it has, like, the best closing line in movie history. When uh, I'm going to go home. I'm going home to sleep with my My wife. wife. (laughs) I'm a plant. I thought people like you were called fruits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still partial to Tim Curry's. uh, What do you do here? Well, I buttle, sir. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that movie is a lot of fun, and that movie, yeah, it holds up. It's still, it's still really fun, and it has three different endings. Did you know? You know the story was there, right? They released the different endings in like different cities, right? So depending on where you saw it, the movie. you saw a different ending. Oh, that's, that's pretty wild. That's yeah, it's pretty great. Um, yeah, then so when they put it on video, they added the endings like, "Oh, this could have happened," or maybe this happened. It created a lot of confusion because people in different towns, like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" That's like <laughs> that's a crazy idea. I like that. Um, watch scary movie too. <laughs> You're on it, which I'm going to say is. Is funnier than Scary Movie One. Use my little hand. Use my story. Yeah, Chris. Chris <laughs> Elliott in that movie is tremendous, and David Cross in that movie is tremendous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in, the, he's in the he's in the he's in the wheelchair, wheelchair, and he's with uh, 
uh, what I forget, I forget the actress's name, but they're like, oh. we got to cover, we got to cover this floor and the second floor. And he's like, I'll take the second floor. She's like, are you sure? He's like, I don't need help. And he's trying to like climb the stairs with his hands while dragging the wheelchair behind him. Yeah, it, it's a very, I don't, I don't, I don't oh. know if I like watching that. I remember that bit and I'm like, should I be offended at this? I'm not sure if this is like tr- progressive or regressive for disabled people. I don't understand. Also, that that uh, actress is like I don't even remember her name. She's like redhead, right? She's like smoking hot. Yeah, like I looked her up and on IMDb, and she's done other stuff, but like I don't recognize her from anything except for this movie. Yeah, I I'll, only um, thing I remember from that movie besides you, my strong hand, <laughs> which is like the best thing ever. And he's like, "Here's some. You want some potato salad?" <laughs> it's like nasty ass hand is like like. The, oh God, the- yeah. But uh, no, I remember it starts out with like a cold opening that doesn't make any sense. It's like it starts out on like an exorcist parody and then like they never touch on that again in the whole movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's James Woods and Andy Richter are the old priest and the young priest. That Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, what's her name? Natasha Leone is the. The possessed kid. Yeah, uh, she's from American Pie fame, right? Yeah, and Russian Doll on Netflix more recently. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I never saw that. Um, watched Crocodile Dundee in L.A. Good night. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> that, movie's, that movie's a lot of fun. I've never seen that one either. I've seen the original. I didn't, I've never seen the sequel. No, I've never seen the sequel. Well, that's not the sequel. That's the third one. What? <laughs> There's Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile yeah. Dundee 2, and then Crocodile Dundee in LA. Oh my god. I didn't know. This is the third one, and it is it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's funny. Like it's probably a lot of the same Australia jokes from like the first one, but I still I still laughed. I still thought it was enjoyable. Paul Hogan's uh he's really good with that like uh almost like nonchalant like uh LA, how weird are they? As he's walking around with like a crocodile skin vest. What's that guy been up to? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. He had he I probably... looked him up. He had like a special come out like two years ago, like it was like a direct to TV special, I guess, in Australia. Crocodile Dundee like redemption or something like that. <laughs> My dude's got six it's kids. A, it's the dark night of fucking uh, crocodile <laughs> dundee movies. He like comes out of retirement and he's like, I thought that was a knife. Turns out it wasn't enough. <laughs> um, now, now for the real movies that I watched. I watched uh, a weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> oh, I wish that movie's tremendous. Um, I watched uh, hashtag Alive. Oh, I saw promos for this. It looked the really uh, it's the new Korean zombie movie on Netflix. Oh, this is not what I thought you're. I, I thought I, maybe I'm talking about something else. I was shut. I up. liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It was uh I mean it's not the best zombie movie I've ever seen, but for a schlocky uh horror Netflix zombie movie, I thought it was a uh, pretty good. You it's, know the, uh, it uh, takes place. Oh go ahead now, I'm sorry. So I, basically this kid gets uh you guys have all read World War Z, haven't you? Yeah. Yep. Loved it. It's basically the story from the kid who's like a hardcore gamer, and he doesn't realize anything's going on until it's too late. Oh yeah, stuck, oh, yeah. Know, stuck in his apartment. That kid it's was a the story. Japanese in World War Z, right? Yeah, but it's basically it's basically that story. 
Um, he's like a gamer and he's like online playing his games and then he slowly realizes that shit's going shit's going south and by the time he realizes that he needs to get out of there it's too late and there are zombies everywhere but uh, I like that I thought it was pre- I thought it was pretty good um really it's a two person movie there's him and a woman and that's about it Gross. and about a billion yeah. a billion zombies do they bang uh, you watched this on uh, Netflix you said yeah it's on Netflix it's, it came out I don't know either last week or the week before it's fairly new you know, uh, the the Train to Busan sequel is out. I have it on my hard drive. I haven't watched it. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's. you got to uh, find it off the back of the right internet truck. But yeah, it's out. I can get it to you. Did anybody ever see the anime, the prequel? No. The Train to Busan? No. I really wanted to, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. I saw the Train to Busan. I saw the children's prequel, Paddle Boat to Busan, but... It's awful. Mm. Awful. Awful. Oh. Oh, was that a joke? That was bad as that joke. Man. Man. That joke was so bad it cracked my floor. (laughs) Um, And the last thing that I watched was uh, another Netflix original of The King. What is that about? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, I love that. And Joel Egerton. Ooh. And the new Batman. Why can't I think of his name? Robert Pattinson. Yes. Damn, he's in everything now, isn't he? And it's about uh, Henry V. Mm-hmm. Um, and his like his rise to power and his like battling against the French. And I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't like outstanding, but uh, I thought it was a pretty good period piece with some pretty good, uh, pretty good acting and wartime. Type stuff like uh, castle sieges and it's castle good, freaks. It's a good cast. I mean, that's a that's yeah, pretty solid. And cast. it was written by it was written by Joel Egerton. He's written. He wrote that movie, the uh, the gift. I think it was called. Oh, where it was like yeah. he was like a discreet. Like uh, it was him and Jason Bateman was his boss. Yeah. That was a pretty decent movie. I like that movie. He didn't write he, the one where they come. He didn't write. They only come at night, did he? No. No, I think he produced it. I don't think he directly wrote it. But uh, yeah, he wrote it, and it's pretty good. And like Tim, like all the the main people that you know of are good in it. Uh, ben Mendelsohn's in it for a few minutes. Ooh, love like him. him. He's great. Um, the kid who played Tommen and Game of Thrones is in it for a few minutes. Oh shit! Uh, but really, I guess that's about it for the named. And you said that's on Netflix. Um, yes, it's a Netflix original. It's just The King. I want to check it out. It's based on like they based the movie off of uh, the Shakespeare play, which I yeah, I'm assuming is based off of real life. Yeah, but I liked it. It's good. I, I, I think you. I think you guys would like it. I'll check it out. It sounds like something I would enjoy. Um, other than that, I've just been watching the absolute fuck out of Cobra Kai, and that show is outstanding. I need everyone, to watch that. Everyone tells me that show is good. I need to watch it. It's so good. Like I'm almost done season two, and I think season three is coming out in the winter. And that's but a like, YouTube man. original, right? That's a but it's Netflix on Netflix. Bought Netflix it, bought it. It's on oh, Netflix now. Okay. Well, it's, when it started, it was a YouTube Red show, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, YouTube. I, apparently, I was apparently earlier this year. I guess with the Google Play reshuffling and everything, YouTube shut down their production studios. That's a real shame. And like put everything <laughs> up for sale and. 
Netflix got Cobra Kai and is like pushing the shit out of it. Now, does it oh. matter if I don't have a ton of affection for for uh? Well, I can't think of the name of the movie. The Karate Kid yeah. boxer. Yeah. Okay. Good. No, because I don't. Okay. You don't like the karate like I know kid. I have. I don't, it's fine. You do not like the Karate Kid. It's fine. I have it's like I have some like basic knowledge of it and like I remember it, but I didn't have like I wasn't like a huge fan of it or anything. What about the, the Nintendo show? game? That game sucks. <laughs> the Nintendo game. That game fucking sucks. <laughs> but the show is uh the show is outstanding. I, I've I literally everyone is telling me that show is great. I just haven't gotten around. Yeah, to you should check it out. It's I mean the episodes aren't long. You could probably burn through it in like a week. Hopefully, I mean, just, just the scene where he tries to sell him a Subaru and he gives him the reason why he can't buy it is worth watching the whole. Oh thing. yeah, it's like it's tremendous, and the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard in my life. It's all like '80s hair bands and '80s metal. It's phenomenal. I'm into that. And Ralph Macchio's in it. Yeah, Ralph Macchio's in and it. Johnny's um, the good guy, right? Well, I mean, he's the protagonist. He's not the yeah. good guy. Ah, hmm. nice. There really are no good guys. They're all bad oh. guys. Oh, it's like a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. It's exactly like that. It's <laughs> <Ooh>. like Pusher. <laughs> Cobra Kai. The only God. Only God forgives. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think all I think all of you guys would love it. I know Sean's seen some of it. Yeah, I think you guys. I think Sean was the first one uh, of our, our crew to watch yes, it. Yes, I was the first and only person to watch anything on YouTube. Red. That's, that is true. <laughs> you, you and PewDiePie. Uh, anything else, Alec? Uh, no. Good uh, old no, info for I guess just Gogs. I guess Sean watched some of it too. Uh, the Good Place, all of it is on Netflix now. Oh, the whole I series, season four. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, I still haven't watched last season. Yeah, it's all on Netflix now. It just came out Friday. Everything Hell is on Netflix. yeah. Um, Gogs. Uh, I watched five things as Jesus well. Christ, this is going to be a long show. No, it won't. Uh, I watched. Uh, no, it won't. The when we talk about the what we watched movie, it won't be long at all. In in interesting, interesting. I'll do this in the order that I watch them because I can't think of any other way to order this. I watched uh, Willow. Uh, that movie is still a ton of fun. I know it's flawed, but I really, really, really like it. Uh, I think it is Val Kilmer's third best film. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, fucking uh, George Lucas and uh, Opie trying to do a Lord of the Rings thing. And it, uh, you know happens it's fucking it weird. happens it happens. it happens it happens but i really do like it i enjoy the movie a it's lot. a movie that we've oh. talked about this kind of movie before it's a movie that i have such strong nostalgic ties to that i can't watch it objectively oh, i can't watch it objectively i'm, so I'm i can't i'm sure that. it is bad like okay. i'm sure if you watched it like without any of my baggage, you'd be like, "Well, this movie sucks." I know I it. I watch it in its entirety until I was like thirty-five. I'm like, "This movie is boring as piss." Yeah. Well, but but it's not as bo- I, I I mean, I've watched it. It's, I watched it a couple years ago. Boring. It's not as it's not as bad as fucking like Kroll. No, no. Right. Like, like really I was weird. not gonna lie. I've been watching it a while, and I was worried I was gonna have another Kroll reaction. I was like, "Oh, here it comes." I was like, "No, Kroll no, still like this." It's like Kroll is well, awful. It's got a much better cast than Kroll does. But I don't oh know, yeah, it just, it just feels really flat. Yeah. <gasps> no, love me I mean, some Mad Mardigan. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize that was his like entire name. I thought it was his. He was like Mad, mad like, Crazy Mardigan. Mardigan. 
love it. Call well, well Lucas came up with the names. You know how he is. Remember, then Darth Vader Jetster. Wasn't Darth Vader's original name like Cal de Shit or no, something? No, it was uh, Cause de Shit. Was Cause de Shit. Mm. Admiral Bonaparte. <laughs> Admiral Bonaparte. Um, I'm a general. I'm a bad guy. The ne- the next movie I watched is probably the best movie I watched of this whole lot, which was uh, Hereditary. Uh, went back hey. to that one. Me and TJ were talking about that when we were watching um, Jacob's Ladder. Recently uh, got it at uh, Walmart for $5 on Blu-ray. Like, so actually what's fun is later I'll, there's another movie I watched that is basically Hereditary for Idiots, and uh, we can talk <laughs> about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tony Collette, in, if she didn't win an award, I don't think she won anything for that. Didn't. She is so outstanding in that movie. Like She's just like unbelievable like her the way she emo- like here's the other thing we're gonna we're about to one of the other movies i watched the next movie i watched is like a master class and how to not react how to react incorrectly to anything and the way tony collette reacts in hereditary is just like it's like the scene where she finds charlie in the back seat of the car you, you don't even see her you're you're with the, you're with peter you're with the son you and you hear, hear her saying you, yeah you hear her saying, you know i'm going to the store and you hear her open the front door, and then you just hear. And it's not just screaming; it is like the wailing of loss. It is so just perfect. Like kind of interesting. Like I feel like um, you could draw a direct line from that to like Danny's wailing in yes. summer. You know, yeah. I mean? especially in the very beginning when it like before the title card of the movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, like Ari Aster definitely has his like things that he likes. Like well, he, you know, he's got his, his hallmarks that he well, he loves. Trying. That's a religious thing too. Well, I still haven't watched that. You still seen Hereditary? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I have it on like oh, it's Amazon. Fucking brilliant! Yeah. So I think. What well, did you like? I think. I like. I'm gonna say I like it more than Midsummer. I'm not even gonna say. I'm not even gonna ask Alec because I know how he feels about Midsummer. I don't know. Alec, have you seen Hereditary? No, and I never will. Oh, well, <laughs> there we go. Jesus Christ! I think you'll like it more than Midsummer if you were to watch it, but I, I'm sure you won't. And then. Uh, Sean, how did you feel about Midsummer? You're, you loved it. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like, he had like yeah, a, a yeah. yeah, had like a, a like a, a like a existential crisis oh, after yeah, watching like Midsummer. Days, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, this one might fuck you up a little bit too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so watch that. So then the movie I watched, the next one I watched was Slugs. Um, <laughs> that movie, a lot of fun trivia with that movie. One, uh, it's based on a. It's based on a book. Dogs, calm down over there. Sorry, I'm just excited about slugs. Uh, <laughs> two, uh, it's scored by the London Philharmonic, which is just fucking bizarre. Um, it's a movie. Has everyone here seen Slugs? We've all seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. No. So it's a movie that follows the main character is a health inspector, and he's the hero, and his best friend is like the head of like the sewer, the water and sewage department. Like these are the protagonists, and they're like getting in cops' faces, like Dirty Harry and shit, um, over this slug menace. And it's it's amazing because there's like scenes. There's a one scene where the guy, the main character, goes to see his buddy who's in charge of the sewers, and he's like, "I got to present this. I think there's killer slugs everywhere." And he gets there to like, and he's like halfway through the sentence, and his buddy kind of almost cuts him off. It's like. I think there's killer slugs, and then he, the guy who brought this idea and didn't get to say it, is like, "Are you out of your mind?" It's like, what? Like, no one reacts like you would ever react to anything. The movie is super gory. 
Uh, shit blows up constantly. There's a scene where a bunch of kids go to a Halloween field party and literally no one is wearing costumes. Like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's, it's awesome. So everyone, I like the fact that you're going, what, what prompted you to go through this period of just watching really schlocky horror movies? You know what? Uh, Jeff Bezos is like, you know, Amazon Prime's like, we think you might like this. And you're like, you are correct. Oh, okay. Because you were watching like Eating Alive last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm just like watching this. I like it. It's schlock, but it's, uh, Slugs is like objectively terrible, but it's like, it's like so, it's so bad. That it's like, like I'm saying, it's it's it is like someone's like PhD thesis on how a movie, how terrible a movie could be made intentionally. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, so shout to slugs. Uh, the next thing I watched was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade because I hadn't watched it in a long time. Ooh, the best, the best Indiana Jones movie. It is my of the original trilogy. It is still my least favorite, but it no is way. still a lot. It's, it is. It's your least favorite, like of ten, the original a- three. You like yes. that, that less than Temple of Doom? I like Temple of Doom the most of the original three. Huh. The most? I do. I really Temple like Temple of Doom, Doom over Raiders? Get the fuck out of here. That's I don't know insane. what to tell you. I, I, oh. I like. All right. Fair enough. This, this, movie's not, this movie's got a lot of... Uh, when's the last time you watched Last Crusade? It's still a lot of fun, but there's a lot of flaws in that movie. There's a lot of shit that's just like... My biggest problem was the, the fucking knight showing up at the end. I always <laughs> thought that was fucking dumb. Well, it, so it's like, like a trope in Indiana Jones movies where there's always somebody waiting in a wall for 300 <laughs> years for somebody to show well, up. And then in, uh, in fucking... In Crystal Skull, you had like a whole, you had like thousands of people waiting in walls. Remember? Well, like, I, need, yeah. I need to make this absolutely clear. I, I like this movie more than Crystal Skull. I'm just talking well, about the I three movies so. that I recognize. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say this has the best cold open of any of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, the cold open for the, the cold open is excellent. Great. I love. I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'm just saying it's like I was wondering where it fell in my list. Uh, I love the idea of Sean Connery. As comedic, like he he's comic relief in this movie. Well, he's great we, at it. We named the dog Indiana. You were named for the dog, but like the it, well, like it, the movie also makes him and his dad wiener cousins, which is an odd plot point. I like, yeah. There's a great line where it's like, you know, what's he said something about, you know, something about the next man. Like, I was the next man. Like it's like, uh, but yeah, I mean, the movie is like. Super! It's the most spectacly of all three of them. It's like yeah, it has it has the the dir- dirigible, doesn't it? It's got the dirigible. It's got like it's got the fucking tank going off the cliff. It's got all sorts of crazy shit. It's got all. It's got Sulla. It's got uh fucking Brody. It's got everybody. Um, but like the plot, if you sit back and really look at the plot, it's like oh, this is kind of whack. Um, so, so where are you going? I'm going to blow up some Muslims. In <laughs> Run! Um, but no, it's uh, it's still yeah, a lot of fun. That guy turned into a big disappointment in oh, real life, didn't he? Yeah. Oh wait, John Reese Davies' problem yeah. is he? Is he? A, oh, you, you didn't hear about that? Oh yeah, he's like no. crazy Islamophobic. Yeah, that's, oh, what, that's, that's, that's what Sean was making a joke about. Yeah, when I was a kid, I thought he was like like Persian of some sort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, that's yeah. why he hates them so much because everybody kept thinking <laughs> oh, he was them. It's the, reason, it's the same reason Anthony hates its, uh, Irish people so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anthony <laughs> usually has sound judgment. People oh, just yeah. running up to you and yelling "bad dates" enough will probably just drive <laughs> you into insanity. Um, and then the last thing I watched was Hereditary for Idiots, 
uh, Lords of Salem. Ooh, wow. So, so first of all, if we were doing our scores based on tits, it had to be a 10. <laughs> this thing had to be a 10 in the first eight minutes. Like, yeah. Also, Gogs, you can you can, I, I've made this comment before, but now that you've watched it and I know you're a big fan, isn't the end of this movie like a Tim and Eric episode? Like he it, ran out of money it, and it was just like, like it's just nonsensical. Yeah. It's just it is like it is ludicrous. Like it doesn't there's no like I've never seen a movie with less stakes and like I just don't care. I just don't I don't care. Yeah. But like like there's there's like this girl, so fucking Sherry Moon Zombie lives in this house with this coven of witches, presumably for years, and now they're pulling this shit. Like, wh- why? Why? Yeah, and the head why? witch, the head witch was uh, what's her name? The lead, the female uh, lead from They Live, uh, and she oh. was she was in what's her oh, name? Aaron um, Aaron Gray. No, no, not Aaron Gray. I can't think of her, but she was also in Masters of the Universe. Yeah, she's got those gray eyes. What the hell is that? Yeah, I can't yeah. Think of her. Anyway. But like, but like, so for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of seeing Lords of Salem, uh, it's about a DJ in Salem, Massachusetts, who is the, like the great, 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 great granddaughter of like the guy who held the Salem witch trials. And somehow nowadays she's like part of a a midnight DJ crew with uh, the dude from uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead and some guy who's Ken, not the other Ken Foray, right? Yeah, and some guy who's not the other guy from The Devil's Rejects, and then they uh, Meg uh, Foster. Thank you, Sean. I thought that was I couldn't think of her fucking. And name. then they get a record that's just a bunch of like vroom, 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 and it makes all the women go banana nuts. Oh, no, what, what is it? But then Dude, that's my favorite genre. They, they, they're like repeatedly playing it on this like overnight radio broadcast. And like all the women are like showing their tits in their houses. And then like Mary, what's her name? Maria Conchita Alonzo. What's her name? She's married to Senator Kelly and Senator Kelly's a guy who researches witches and he gets a frying pan to the face. And in the end, Sherry Moon Zombie goes to like a fucking hippodrome to watch them play brum, 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 live and then like everyone gets their tits and faces cut off and she gives birth to an <laughs> octopus and rides a goat i mean it's that sound you have a you have a, you do have a knack of making bad movies sound cool because that's <laughs> This that, movie that description so sounded dumb. awesome, but that movie sucks. I've seen so it. I watched two dumb movies. I watched Slugs, a compelling dumb movie, and I watched Lords of Salem. It literally took me 15 tries. I was watching it in like six-minute intervals. I was like, ugh. And then I went and did something else. Like, it movie sucks. <laughs> um, And then I started watching 31 because I just wanted to just keep going oh, with the no. Rob Zombie oh. thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Then, then you suggested that we do a Rob Zombie themed month. So I, would I know it's going to be a great month for us. I would recommend you stop shit. right now watching okay. 31 because it is 31 is so bad that I almost paid Sean to watch it so someone <laughs> could suffer with me. So if we have to watch it on the show, it would almost vindicate me. Okay, uh, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like those that's everything I watched. So I watched uh, two, one legit banger, one personal banger, uh, one semi flawed banger, personal banger, uh, one dump dump banger, <laughs> personal banger, someone that watches your films. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's it, Sean. Uh, I watched 
three episodes of The Boys, a bunch of sports. Uh, are you and, current? Are you current? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, what I'm, do you think? I really like this season. I'm only one episode in. Please don't. They, they did a much better job of adapting the comic book than I thought they would by making it just different enough to not be obnoxious. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a lot less, like, I mean, it still has its silly moments, but it's not like that Garth Ennis where it's almost like slapstick black comedy sometimes. Yeah, it, they've kind of gotten away from that completely. I I still think that, and I think my what I said on the first season still holds true. Like, this is more about a critique on, like, pop culture, yeah. whereas the boys' comic was a critique on comic, comic books. books. Yeah. And I think what they, the, I think all the changes they made are good. Like, I, I've been... I, I wish I – my biggest complaint about this season is every time an episode's over, I want the next one, and yeah. I can't watch it. So Yeah, Elizabeth Shue has great old tits. Oh, oh my God. God. No, you haven't – guys, you've got to catch up. How the, what, what are you doing? You're watching Slugs. Watch the boys. Slugs over here. The only thing that – I think I might have mentioned this last season, but my, like, my minor nitpick with the show is like how much they have to go around the fact that they don't all have powers – well, I feel like this past episode, and it's not really a spoiler, but yeah. I feel like they're real. I think that they're boys will end up having yeah. Compound V next season. Yeah. But uh, no, it's really good. Uh, the show's great. Yeah. I watched Rocky 3. Uh, it's a my rotating second favorite Rocky movie, depending on which was the one I saw most recently. Yeah. Mm. Three is good. Yeah. And that's it, man. It's like, I mean, it's been everything playoffs, football's back on, college football. I've just been doing a lot of that. Oh, also, you mentioned like, like for a minute, you mentioned that they were doing a director's cut of Godfather Three, and I thought you yeah. were making a joke. No, I wasn't. I, I, wasn't. I didn't realize that they're actually doing that. Like, mm-hmm. that's ridiculous to yeah, me. I think that's going to be the next trend. Is like every famous movie they could think of that they still have the footage laying around somewhere. They're going to just release as a director's cut. No, thank you. Like, you don't need to make you don't need to make another Godfather Three. Like, it's going to be bad no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else, Sean? No, that was it. And then I pass the mic to you. All right. So, thanks to Alec pointing out that I have to think about movies that I watched two weeks ago. Uh, I watched The Devil All the Time, which was the it's a Netflix. Uh, it's also a Netflix original. Um, this is like a, a first time director. I forget the guy's name, but it's actually a team of people. It's like Cohen Brothers, like two guys. But they directed an episode of Dare. They directed a few episodes of Daredevil and some other stuff. This is the most frustrating movie I think I've seen in a long time because it's filled with like a great cast, like Tom Holland, uh, Robert Pattinson. Uh, what's the guy? I can never remember his fucking name. You guys will help me Scar- out. Skarsgård. No, uh, B- Bill Skarsgård's in it, but he he's great. I know his name. No, the guy that played John Connor in. Genesis, Terminator Genesis. Jason oh, Clark. Jason, Clark, Jason yeah. Clark. Jason Clark is in it. Uh, Rilo, Ke- uh, Rilo Kelly, I think, is her name. Oh, uh, Riley Q. Riley Keough, Yeah, that's and but, Mad Max. It's yeah, yeah and Mad Max. It, it's got Walt soldiers in it. A fa- yeah, it's got Sebastian Sean. It's Walt Wall, great cast, and the acting is fantastic. But the movie is. Not good. <laughs> like I wanted to love this movie. So it's like a real knives out. But like the it is really. Um except <laughs> not good. Yeah, oh, knives out no. is not good. Um, but uh the thing about this movie is is that it's so close to being good, but it's like literally it, it's like has like a dummy edit. Like it's got a it's like a it's like somebody watched the movie and like this is great, but we need to make it really stupid. Because there's like narration throughout the entire thing, and like there's these emotional scenes, 
but then they're cut in by the narrator explaining to you exactly what's happening in the fucking scene. So it's like, hey, retard, did you not understand what the hell's going on in this scene? I got this guy to tell you. It's like, I don't need to be told. Like, I don't it, know why they saved my life. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And is like, it like that? Is it like the Deckard? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's exactly like... It, the, the movie, too, is like overly nihilistic. Like, it feels like Baby's first Carmack McCarthy story. Like, everything is is very, like, everyone's terrible. That's kind of the point of the movie. But the problem is, is that the screenplay is, like, super predictable. And it's like an anthology movie in a sense where it's a... Not an anthology, it's an ensemble uh, about, like, a bunch of different characters. And as the movie progresses, you're like, well, this is going to happen because these two characters need to meet. And it's, like, plainly obvious that it's going to happen. And it's just, I don't know. It, I've never seen a movie that is... Like, the performances are so good. Like, I almost recommend you watch the movie because the performances are great. Like, Tom Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson specifically are really good. But the movie they're in is just not good. Pattinson is just doing so much work. Well, Pattinson plays this, like, sleazy, like, preacher that comes into town. And he's so fucking good. Like, I don't know. It I, I it hurts because I really wanted to love this movie, especially like about fifteen minutes in. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be really solid, and then pfft, did not care yep. for it. Well, if it's all. for dum dums, I might I might love it. You know, you say that, Gogs, but you understand movies more than you give yourself credit for. Like you, I feel like you always say like like you don't understand things, but you get things. Like you don't need to, your handheld. I feel um, like you'd be just as annoyed nice, by. It. I disagree. <laughs> I like a good hand holding. Feels good inside. Yeah, See, there you go. Yeah, that one's. I, in general, though, Sean Sean brought up the black dress daughter on his phone. Yeah, I, I mean, there is that. Yeah, I can't think of a movie besides that where I thought like you had some really weird reading of it. Well, I always go back to Gogs' thinking that like Southland Tales was it wasn't a fault of the film; it was a fault of him not understanding the movie. And then he went ahead and read all the comics and. He like did all the research and then came to the. I tried super hard. <laughs> you came to the real more effort in the Southland Tales than you have in your marriage. Yeah, <laughs> and then you came to the realization that no, you understood everything perfectly. It just it just was bad. It's just dumb. It's dumb uh, as hell. The other thing that I watched, um, I feel like I'm forgetting a movie, but I also I watched last night. I watched the taking of De- Deborah Logan, which is a movie that I've seen in GIF form. <laughs> About a million times on Facebook, and there's this. I'm, I, I guarantee, if you Google the taking of Deborah Logan and just put in GIF behind it, you have seen this GIF. It gets passed around a lot. It's this. It's crazy. It's this crazy image of this like monster-looking old woman like eating this child. It's it's terrifying. It looks great, and people have told me that like this is like you know when you talk about found footage movies, I've heard that this is the one that's actually pretty good. Like it's found footage, but this one is different than the other ones. I'm here to tell you that it's not. And it has all the same problems that I have with most found footage movies where one, the storyline is not bad and the acting is not bad. So it could have been a good movie if they made it like a normal movie. Um, Secondly, it's a found footage movie that still has to have fucking jump scares and musical cues. So how the fuck is this found footage? Also, the movie starts, the movie fucking starts with like a warning that's like, oh, this is this is realistic footage 
this is this is real footage from the scene of a crime. You know, viewer viewer discretion advised. They, they're trying to make they're trying to put you in the mood that you're watching legit secondhand footage of like everything was like recorded. You know, live. Like, of course, they never go into detail at explaining how you're actually watching this, which I think would be necessary to to make that point. But you know, whatever. But the thing is, like, there's jump scares, there's music cues, there's dumb special effects added post after like post video editing effects and it's like if you're gonna make it so like this is supposed to be the footage that i'm watching that is legit from the cameras that the crew has take all that shit out you know one of the reasons that 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 the blair witch project is still one of the best found footage movies ever made probably the best uh maybe man bites dog might be better cloverfield i i like Cloverfield. series seven series Series Seven slightly different in the it's fact not that found so much. It's like, it's a, like a television show, but it. I I'll give you that one. If if Series Chronicle. Seven, bites, well, Man Bites Dog counts then because they're making a documentary. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but Man, Man Bites Dog is supposed to be the. F- yeah, 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 yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's not true. Chronicle. Chronicle. Chronicle's pretty good. Yeah, but anyway, there. The point is, is that this is not any of those films. This movie is full of problems. This movie has tons of moments where it's like, like they're, they're literally like, so the, the premise of the movie is, is that this, um, there's this, this film crew that's filming this girl's college thesis about Alzheimer's patients. Mm. So they find this lady that's suffering from Alzheimer's and they're going to, you know, videotape her decline or whatever, a film or decline, not videotape and fine, whatever. And then like, the problem is, is that the, 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 there's so many points in the movie where it's like, like weird shit happens in the house and everybody runs around a dark house. It's just like, why wouldn't anybody turn a fucking light on? You know what I mean? Like, I know why, cause it's a fucking movie, but like, what's the scent? Like they, they already demonstrate that there's like supernatural bullshit going on. So give me a drop line of the lights are coming on. You some dumb shit like that. It's just such a lazy movie. And then towards the end, the, the old woman like goes fucking ham and she gets like, she gets locked up in a hospital but like then you, they cut the footage of like the hospital cameras, and it's like, how do they get access to this? Like, what what am I watching? And finally, the the gif that you see on the internet is literally it is amazing, and it is a great shot, and it's great like makeup effects and everything. It's the best part of the whole movie that you only need to watch that, and you can just shut the thing right the fuck off. Watch the gif, never watch the movie. Mm. Uh, piece of shit. How long do you think till we get a TikTok horror movie? It's already happened. It's on Shutter right now. <laughs> it's called uh, uh, "Your Movie Sucks." Just reviewed it a couple weeks ago. I can't remember the name of it. It's something really dumb. You but remember it's... when they went through that rash of like Skype horror movies? Yeah, Unfriended and stuff like that. Yeah. Who uh, remember Dark Web? I never yeah. saw it, but yeah, I remember it. Yeah. What was um, it? What was it? Swim Fan. That was the same thing. Swim Fan was a normal movie, wasn't it? I, I thought Swim Fan was all about like AOL shit. I think it was. It was a normal movie, movie, but it was like she was an internet stalker. Yeah. It wasn't like through the lens of only like the computer. Um, I uh, I feel like I watched other. I watched the Zed and Two Knots. Uh, but I no the nobody cares about that movie. It's great. Uh, it's about. I was really bummed out that we didn't watch my original pick. Uh, so I watched another Peter Greenaway movie that is infinitely weirder. Zed and Two Knots is like one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. Um, you can rent it through Amazon through Fandor. Uh, it's really good. Um, 
and uh, I feel like I'm missing something, but I, it doesn't really matter. Did you? How did you see Possessor? Did that fall off a truck somewhere? Yeah. Okay. I thought I sent it to you. Mm-mm. I'll send it to you. Um, okay. But yeah, Possessor. Possessor is great. I watched. Uh, I th- I'm thinking of ending things again, uh, which is really good. I already talked about it. Uh, so that's send, it. Send me New Mutants. It's not out yet. I, I, I as soon as as soon as a good version of it is available, I will. That's uh, crazy. It's been actually, in theaters for like three weeks. I think I we can't should, believe somebody when it does come out, we should smash the emergency meeting button and just oh, absolutely. Like, We've been talking about that for for yeah. forever. So yeah, that is definitely one of those we'll break format to to cover that movie. Um, but I feel like I'm forgetting something movie wise, but uh, it doesn't matter. So let's get on to what we actually watched. Mm. Uh, what do we? <laughs> Wait, yeah, five knuckle shuffles. I uh, I feel like Alec. I, I'm getting a lot of negativity from Alec. I'm really, I I, I don't, I, I can't gauge. I don't know. I don't. Well, really... it was a debate when we watched it, like how this was going to land. I don't. It know. was. I don't know if it's like obvious because I think we've talked about this movie before, but this may be like one of the best movies we've watched on this show. This is like one of my all time favorite movies, so I have a hard time dealing with it objectively. Sean was nice enough to get me this movie at Target for like six dollars on Blu-ray. Hmm. Yeah, thank you, fucking the internet, because I couldn't get the Peter Greenaway movie I wanted. It was only available on Peacock. And uh, Gogs, to answer your question, uh, it is. I watched a little bit of it on Peacock last night. It is uncensored, but there are commercials in it. It's like watching it on um, Tubi, Tubi or Crack. But it is uncensored, and Peacock subscriptions are free. So check it out. Anyway. It's like uh, Hulu used to be. Like you can get the free and get commercials. Oh, okay. Or you can pay and get it commercial free. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. Um, right now, but I know Hulu. You can't even do that anymore. I don't think. I think you have to. No, pay. no Hulu. You pay or you pay more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Alec. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That you're good. Uh, what happened in this movie, Gogs? All right. So, uh, movie opens. And oh, we're and in, uh, by the way, I, I, I guess I forgot to say this. This is uh, September related because it stars Tim Robbins, six foot five Tim Robbins, giant of a man Tim <laughs> Robbins, who towers over every person in this movie. Me and Gogs couldn't get over like he's so fucking tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, so Tim Robbins and Ving Rhames are in uh, a little conflict. Uh, we like to call Vietnam a little and. Conflict. Uh, a little, a little, little skirmish, a little, little. They're all talking about each other's dicks or something. <laughs> I don't know. People get some zingers in, and uh, next thing you know, someone gets uh, someone gets hit up on their two way pager that Charlie's in the bush, and it's time to rock and roll. So they start shooting them up and uh, going blasty blast, and it's a nightmare. It's an absolute fucking nightmare. Uh, and then Tim Robbins gets bayoneted, uh, and then it sort of cuts away, and then we visit. Tim Robbins now, uh, presumably in the future, he is a mailman. He is uh, riding the train home He's to his mailman. lady friend. His name is Steve uh, Mailman, and uh, he. You find out that Tim Robbins, you know, had a Macaulay Culkin at some point, who was riding a bike <laughs> and got hit by a car uh, while he was in Vietnam. And he has left. His, he's left his wife, and he's kind of revisiting his past. And he's with this girl who doesn't wear a shirt. She takes off her shirt three times in one scene. That girl uh, is topless every time you see her, and I don't yeah. mind. She's very attractive. No, but like it is like 
it, not that I'm a, you know, a pearl clutching kind of guy. It's like, it's kind of absurd how often she's naked. Well, now, we, later, we, later, we figured out why later. Yeah. Well, also, there, there's also a, go ahead, Sean, I'm sorry. Because she's like the fucking like representation of all his carnal earthly desires. That's why well, she's always. That's the true. narrative reason. Yeah. The, the reason Gogs is talking oh. about is because this guy directed Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah, he directed nine and a half yeah. weeks. Like, we'll get into it at some point in this, but the, the two people responsible for this movie make zero fucking sense. The guy that directed this directed pretty much all like those like erotic drama films. And then the guy that wrote it wrote ghost, ghost. and like some <laughs> like stort little two. And it's like, what it's so weird. And this intersection yeah. could have never happened any other no, way. It's so. weird. And the guy never made another horror movie. Ne- neither one of them never ever made another horror movie after this. It makes it no feels f- like it's based on something, but it isn't. No, it's, it's not. A, it's, it's an original, original screenplay. screenplay. Yeah. So, um, so Tim Robbins is going about his, you know, Shit's getting kind of weird and spooky. Like he's you know on his train, and this kind of old gypsy-looking woman kind of gives him a cold shoulder because he fell asleep, and he thought he was having a dream about Vietnam. And he gets off the train. And there's weird people staring at him, but it's like all right. <clears throat> then he goes home and he he bangs his new lady, and he looks at some old photos and he reminisces about his dead son. And then things just keep getting progressively weirder. He's seeing like he's seeing people from his past and been faceless sort of demons he almost gets run over by a car, a car that he kind of no sells because he doesn't really care afterwards he ends up well, like party. yeah the scenes as the scenes get weirder and weirder they get more and more disjointed scenes kind of end and start and like like they don't seem to be connected like right after he gets almost hit by that car he goes to that hospital but it's like he's not like Oh my god! I just got hit by a car. He barely like if he's he like care. if you haven't seen it, like the kind of the best way to describe it is he's like Billy Pilgrim in Slaughterhouse Five, where he's just constantly unstuck in time. He just kind of appears places. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a what, good way. To, that is an excellent way to. Put yeah, it. TJ, when we're watching TJ, was like he's like Doctor Manhattan. He's just everywhere yeah, at once. Yeah, he's experiencing time and like all at once. Because he's from Alphador. Because we're also we're also dealing with well, is, <laughs> isn't that. Isn't tachyons a thing that they talk about in Slaughterhouse Five? Also, it, it, I think they're both uh, Doctor Manhattan and yeah. Slaughterhouse Five is tachyon uh, time particles. Um, but uh, also a great song by uh, fucking Death Grips. Amen. <laughs> so uh, they end up going to some sort of like rager party in the seventies, and he watches his girl get slow humped by a demon till a spike goes through her skull. But he snaps out of that, and uh, he's visiting I'll his. Pause, pause real quick. Ahead. We forgot like one of like. This movie is funny in the fact that it's like not subtle at all about what's going on. It really isn't. It's like it smacks you in the face with it. But the, I think one of my favorite little side scenes is the fortune teller. Yeah. She's like, let me read your the lifeline. Yeah. 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 Sorry. The palm reader. Right. And she's like, oh, according to your lifeline, you're already dead. You're dead, baby. You shouldn't and, be here. And they just start laughing about it. But she's like, no, it's not funny. Well, that's a, that's a runner in the movie is constantly like, you're dead. Well, no, I'm not. And it's like, then why are you here? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. So we'll get into that in that, yeah. that scene a little bit later, that weird surgery scene. So then, yeah, he, at some point he's, he's visited by, he visits his angelic chiropractor played by Danny Aiello. Um, who's great. Who's he's great. great. He's so fucking good in this movie. It might, he might even be better than this if he doesn't do the right thing. He's uh, so Tim Robbins is, it's weird. He's Tim Robbins is trying to figure out what's going on, but at the same time, he's not trying that hard. He's kind of just rolling with the punches. It's cutting back and forth. There's flashbacks and when he almost died in Vietnam or whatever. Well, no, no, no. Didn't you at the 
end of that party, when he's freaking out, like is when he has that massive fever. You're right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, that's a good point. He does have. He's a, they go. They take him from the party. His girl's like all embarrassed about him. He feels sick. She gets takes his temperature. He's at 106 degrees. So like everyone on the fucking uh, apartment building brings their ice and they chill his ass down. In a really terrifying scene of oh, people it's, helping it is. him. Mm-mm. It's and he's like wailing. It's it's really off putting. But then after after the ice bath scene, doesn't don't we have a flashback to him next to his his wife? Well, it's like not his a right. flashback. It's an alternate like timeline. Yeah, I got a flashback as a wrong yeah, word because yeah, he right. wakes up. He had a dream that he was living with the girl from the mail room. Again, this is, he lusts after her. And, this is more right. about that, like Doctor Manhattan time yeah. all at once thing. Yeah, flashback was. Did the you wrong mention one. that he also was like a PhD in philosophy, and that kind of ties into a lot of this shit? Yeah, like he's okay. yeah. They talk because Danny. I, I didn't mention it, but you're right. Like Danny, I like I talks about philosophy majors don't know their left from their right or some shit like that. Yeah. So, um, but he's a he's a philosophy PhD that works at a he's a he sorts mail and delivery. He's a mailman. Um. He's a mailman. And so he, at some point he's going to try and he, he realizes shit's off and he wants to go see someone from like the VA that's, I guess, been helping him counsel him. And the guy had a car accident by car accident. His car blew up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do like that. I like, he had a car accident. What happened? It, it his car exploded. <laughs> so he pulls together the guys from his old squad to try and talk about the day that this big attack happened where he got injured. And it's like, Ving Rames and Eric LaSalle and all these other guys from Vietnam. It's like, what do you, what, they're all kind of experiencing sort of the same thing. Well, most of them are seeing stuff and they're like, okay, well, we think the army did something to us. So they go see a lawyer about maybe we can dig up what they did to us. And they see Jason Alexander and the Jason Alexander's like, fine, I'll check it out. But then he decides I can't take the case because you guys are full of shit. Yeah. He, he legit says that they can't find any record of him being in the army that he's like faking it. They said that right. via, um, a training exercise. The exact line. It's like, yeah, like he, they sent you guys on like war games in Thailand or something. There's a, I know this isn't important, but that guy was driving me nuts. The guy, the real twitchy guy. Yeah. Michael is the same, the priest from Constantine, the big fat guy with the crazy eyes. That's oh no guy. shit. Yeah. So, at some point, actually, yeah, wait, right before that, I missed this. Uh, Tim Robbins hooks up with one of his Vietnam buddies at a bar. You guys all fucked up. Talking about meeting up with the other fellas. And then he has a car accident where his car explodes. Yeah. So we've got this like ongoing car explosion thing. Mm. Uh, they try and do the lawsuit thing, though. Some guy who's played a mob heavy and a ton of stuff, like, grabs him off the street and they beat the shit out of him, tell him he's poking his nose where it doesn't belong. He gets thrown out of the car and Santa mugs him. Then he ends up in a hospital that is just the nightmare of nightmares. Like it is like he has no ID. He's all fucked up. His back doesn't work. He's getting rolled through this hospital that's getting progressively more like dilapidated and then insane. And there's like just literally proto Silent Hill before Silent Hill. Yeah. And he ends up in this surgery, this this operating theater where like everybody's like these doctors just all like gonna open him up and they're going to stab a needle in his brain. For some reason, his girlfriend's here and they're telling him he's dead. And he's just freaking the fuck out. And then this is, this is the scene that Sean was alluding to earlier where he's like the doctor or quote doctor or whatever is like, you're dead. And he's like, I'm yeah. not dead. Well, why are you here? And like, that's it's fucked up. Yeah. And they stab him in the fucking forehead. And then he wakes up in traction and the Danny Aiello saves him, calling them all barbarians. And then Danny Aiello explains the entire movie real quickly. Uh, and, uh, 
let's see, what's after that? We're still well. This is oh, what, then he meets uh, up with, yeah. the, with the chemist, and the chemist explains to him, "Listen, uh, I used to just make drugs. I used to make LSD. I was I got sentenced to prison. I was going to Rikers Island, and then the government approached me to make it's like super LSD that's just the bad parts." to get soldiers all jacked up for Vietnam and it was tested on you and it's called the ladder because you go it's all straight down to a bad trip and it makes you guys go you guys went insane and you did what you're supposed to do you killed people but the problem was you killed each other and then you kind of find out that uh, Jacob actually got uh, bayoneted apparently by one of his own guys um, before he got airlifted out and saved or whatever uh, then I'm trying to think what's the next Oh, does that guy explode too? What's what hap- What happens after him? The problem is the movie jumps all over the place. At some point, he ends up back taking a cab back to his house, and his house has a doorman, yeah. and he's like living in this nice apartment. Then, and he- yeah, this, this is where he 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 sees Danny Aiello again, and then ex- basically accepts his death. Right. Well, then yeah. he goes back to his house, and he sees he sees Macaulay Culkin, who is also yeah. And they walk up the stairs into the light, and then you cut back to Vietnam, where he's dying on an operating table, uh, saying he put up a hell of a fight. I think that's yeah, basically that's the entire much. movie. And then, like, basically, he's just dead, and it's like whatever. It's like very cold and and they like just walk away, perfunctory yeah. almost. It's like yeah, he's dead. Like, and then it just kind of ends on this long take of him being dead, and a guy like basically a clerk or something just kind of being just typing there. it up. Uh so yeah, the movie's like fucking. That's it. That's it. It's that's very it. you know, and uh, it ends on a it ends on a scene. It ends on a still of him walking down the street with Macaulay Culkin. There's a and, lot. Well, that that like tunnel shot is referenced like a million times, and I assume it's supposed to be that like you know the follow the light at the end of the, the light in the tunnel. Yeah, because like there's in the street there's one with all the graffiti walls. There's that staircase of Macaulay yeah. Culkin. There's the hallway tunnel. There's like a million tunnels in this. Yeah. But then it also has this, like, I don't even know what you'd call it, like this title card where it talks about how, like, the government actually, like, like subjected troops to, like, weird experiments or something, which I feel like it's, I don't really know why they added that to the movie. I don't really so feel like. I, it feels like such a weird afterthought because I think maybe it was one of those, like, at the, when the test screenings, people didn't understand the ending. Like, well, was he crazy or did this happen? So they just kind of threw that in. They're like, yeah, this yeah. is probably it. I mean, well, I mean I, like I feel so we're TJ and I were talking about it, right? So if he really so the whole movie's got an unreliable narrator, right? Like you don't know what the fuck actually happened because it's all from Jacob's point of view, right? So he gets because there's no scenes that happen in the movie that don't involve him, right? Correct. So he gets when he gets gut stabbed, maybe he does get gut stabbed because his boys actually got LSD'd, but he wouldn't actually know that because the confession happens in his mind later. Right. Well, so I think this is like his mind trying to process it. Well, my my takeaway is that the whole government conspiracy and like we the government like made our guys go crazy and that's why I'm dead. That's more of his like death rationalization yeah. of dying needlessly in a war that doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yeah, I think At it's least- half of that and I think it's half of like he needs some other like motive. He needs to anchor to something. Right. right. So the mystery like anchors him, you know what I mean? Even though like everybody else has given up, like this Danny Aiello goes to that whole like uh the thing from Kant or whatever where it's like, you know, uh the you think they're demons but their angels try to set you free. Like everybody else has let themselves be free except for him. Well the right. whole 
the whole movie is about him not letting go of anything. Like he can't let go of anything. He can't let go of his fantasy of the 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 girl that he works with. He can't let go of the memory of his kid. He can't let go of the memory of his wife. Like he can't let go of anything in the entire movie. So. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of reflected in like I guess in the, the what the doctor says when they're working on him in Vietnam was like he put up a hell of a fight. Yeah. Like he he held on to life. Like I yeah. I don't know if like I don't know if like the surface surface reading is that because he was all drugged to shit, then that's why he had these such intense like death row flashbacks. But that's probably just bullshit. It's, I think it's like Sean's yeah, right. It's probably I, his I, like philosopher mind, or he needs he needs a reason that this had to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's and that's the that's the that's what he generates. I really don't like the uh, the kind of denouement with the drugs thing. Like I'm fine with the drugs mystery in the movie because it makes sense as like a, a function, but like the, right. that title card. The button like, doesn't make sense. No. It's stupid. You could take it out of the movie. It's probably the only one of the uh, only things I don't like about this. The movie right. gorgeous, by the way. Like we were talking about that. It just looks so good. Yeah, yeah, it shot really well. And, well, I guess this is probably just a me gogs and tj thing but this movie is very well silent hill is very this movie like oh it's like, prototypical silent hill it's it literally i mean they 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 cited their influence yeah. on, I mean, on this movie James sunderland jacob singer they're wearing the same jacket like the same i even of, think i even think like um rejection of the perfect wife it's like it's like, well, i even think that the like dialogue, especially in the beginning of the movie, is very Silent Hill because in Silent Hill, everybody kind of talks in these questions where they don't really know what's going on. Yeah, like th- there's a scene in particular where he goes to that hospital, that the VA hospital or whatever, and they can't find any record of him. But then he like runs to try to find that doctor, and that's when you find out that the doctor died f- from the car explosion, or whatever. But it's like, what happened? And the guy's like, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of like, everyone's kind of like in this weird haze. Because they're just kind of popping into reality. It's like, it's like, it's like Jojo Rabbit, right? Like, it's a projection in its mind, in his mind. Right. And they can really only have the knowledge that he might have. Yeah, they can't answer the questions because he doesn't know the answers to the questions. Well, it's kind of interesting because like, that's, that's a lot of what goes on. And I'm thinking of ending things too. It's like the same kind of idea where like most of the character, well, of the characters that you you experience in that movie are the projection of one character so it's an interesting uh dynamic that plays through all of those movies uh i'm dying to hear this alec what did what did you think of this movie oh boy shocked i don't know you you weren't you weren't entertained by this movie it's no i don't get it i was not like what's entertaining about it it's like fascinating to watch. It's scary. It's eerie the entire time. Like it's okay. if you've never seen it, it's like what the it's a it's compelling because you don't understand the mystery of what the hell's happening in front of you. None of that. No. Did, did you none think of that. he was dead? Did you think he was dead the whole time when he when you when you realized he was dead? Was that a realization or did you like oh he's dead? No, I didn't think he was dead the whole time. Um. I don't know, just none of none of the for all the all the things that you just said about like the 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 horror elements and the the everything TJ just said, like none of like it didn't do anything for me. Huh. Fair. The psychological elements of it, like it just either I didn't get it or like I wasn't invested enough to give a shit. Like I didn't care about him at all. 
But you didn't um, think any of the scenes where he's seeing like the weird shaky head people or the demons or any of that stuff was at least like creepy? No, because I've Visually, seen it all done. I've seen it all done a million times since then. Well, that's fair. Like in other movies and video games and stuff. Like I, that. Like when I first saw it, I said, "Oh, that's the effect from uh, the House <laughs> on Haunted Hill." <laughs> oh, how dare you! <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> like, but like it is. That's what I mean. I mean he's right. You are he is right. right. But I mean, to what effect? You're right, but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know, man. It's just like I don't know. I like I don't have a great affinity for Tim Robbins either. I know nothing of the people who wrote it or directed it, but. Well, neither, it like, was just a long two-hour snooze fest. Hmm. <laughs> snooze fest. Take that. I'm shocked. Yeah, take did, that, did, all did of you. At least, like, I, I know I'm really digging for stuff, but did you at least enjoy the 70s New York and like that kind of gritty, but like everybody's kind of friendly? Like, I don't know. There's something about that. What about the tank? Always gets... Yeah, I mean, it looked like that looked good. It looked authentic. Like it was, uh, it reminded me of uh, the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you um, like the street toughs singing Mr. Postman, Adam? I love that. How scene. are they tough? They weren't tough. <laughs> they were tough. They're, they were they're just, just ladies. <laughs> the lady oh, toughs. Tough. All right. Well. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just... You didn't. You, I you, so the the mystery of it all didn't grab you. That's not compelling as to like what the fuck is going on. I was, Why is... I would have bet like a a fair amount of money that you would have actually liked this movie quite a bit. I as, as I as would I. Yeah. No, like the mystery didn't grab me. Like I, I like. I didn't know which way it was going to go on this. I guess I didn't care enough about him for the mystery to matter. Like. Do you not like Tim I, Robbins I in general, or you don't like him in this? I really like. I was trying to think if I like. I've really liked him in anything, and I don't. Bull Durham. I mean, he's. I guess he's fine in that. He's the president in uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's like. I remember when we watched War of the Worlds, or were you there? But I remember you talking about like how much you hate him in that. Yeah, and like that. He that movie's a. Not a bad movie until he shows up and he like grinds that whole movie to a halt. Hmm. Well, I like, I, yeah, I, I guess I don't, I, I guess continue to, to totally on, uh, I, I, I have no gauge on Alex movie opinion. It's, it's, he just yells wild card and bails out of the van. Well, he's, <laughs> he's got a funny cameo. He's like the head of PBS and Anchorman. He's funny in that. Shows up in that that the street you, fight on, scene. Here's a question: Do you like the Shawshank Redemption? Oh yeah, uh, I do. Yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. Everybody likes that movie. If you don't yeah, like the Shawshank Redemption, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna pull up his IMDb right now and look at it and see like overall how I feel. I, uh, I when we're talking about Tim Robbins movies, when you were over at TJ, I didn't even, I didn't even think about the Shawshank Redemption. That movie's a fucking gem. Yeah, I didn't either. So, I don't know. Like, just what I fucking know. You're like, what other movies did he star in? I was like, oh, no. uh, he was the the dad of the leader in Hulk or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he was in Dark Waters. I really like that. Wasn't he like a weirdo in Mystic River? Wasn't like a yeah. pederast? 
Yeah. That movie's okay. Uh, all right. Well, what? A, anything else you want to talk about before we get into our five knuckle shuffles? Oh, he's great in Cadillac, man. I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to. I know we already touched on it, but I still can't get over the fact that the director and the writer of this film, like it's, it is as weird or as much of an anomaly is Chronicle is with Josh Trank and no, it's even worse. Cause like, at least like I get Max Landis and Josh Trank making like a comic book type movie. This is like Paul Feig and Tyler Perry making green room or something <laughs> like this makes no sense. Yeah. It, it, and the fact that he didn't ever make another horror movie, I feel like, I feel like this is very influential on every, like a lot of horror movies to come. Like it's Alec just said it, but he's right. The, the, that twitchy, effect that they use that like that that yeah. like time lapsey thing where they're the like the, the frames are missing yet yeah they everybody uses that that was definitely that was one of the first times i was all talking about the gogs when we watched it they use that a lot in like music videos and shit after this but this was the, i'm not saying this is the first time that no, anyone ever used that effect but they definitely it was the first this time i ever seen know it, it from though. yeah exactly it's the first yeah. time i'd ever seen it in a horror movie yeah but this director this is the director's this is what he had he had in, in from earliest to latest, right? Movies I've seen. I've never seen Foxes, so I don't know what that's about. But yeah, Flashdance, <laughs> Nine and a Half Weeks, Fatal Attraction, then Jacob's Ladder, then Indecent Proposal, Lolita, and Unfaithful. Yeah. It's a bunch insane. of just like. He made all the like fucking erotic like, drama erotic movies. Erotic thrillers, and then this. Yeah, it's fucking insane. <laughs> It it doesn't make any goddamn sense. And then the guy that wrote it, uh, look up his IMDb guy. The writer Bruce Joel Rubin, uh, he wrote the following things. He wrote, uh, now this storage just come together. Ghost. Then after Ghost, Jacob's Ladder. I believe he won an Oscar then, for Ghost. Oh, then we did. did we lose then, somebody? We lost Alec. Alec. Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's see if we can get him back. Yeah. Uh, so he wrote Ghost, Jacob's Ladder, My Life. What was My Life? Oh, with uh, isn't my, life. my Life. My Life. With uh, Nicole uh, Kidman and Michael Keaton. Oh, yeah. Alex, back. Marriage. You back, Alec? Yeah, I closed the thing by accident. He wrote Deep Impact. He wrote Stuart Little 2. He wrote The Last oh. Mimsy. And he wrote deep, the time deep, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Deep Impact is not bad at all. Deep, deep Impact, Impact is the best movie. Deep Impact is the best movie he wrote. Oh, stop it. It's, you okay, love it The Last Mimsy. You've got that fucking poster in your living room. I just love Dell. <laughs> I just think about every time I hear Mimsy. Or I Intel. That South Park character. It's like the. the Mimsy! <laughs> Uh, that, but it doesn't make any sense, right? Like that. I would love to know. There's got to be a great story behind how. Really, and like Sean said, it's not like this is based off of a novel. Like that would make a little bit more sense. Like if this is an adapted screenplay, I get it. But this is an original screenplay. Yeah, it's so off. It's did off you, brand. Did you know everyone. Ghost got nominated for Best Picture? That fucking movie. Yeah, it, I didn't. It, it didn't win, did it? I no, like one Best Screenplay. Unbelievable. I uh I I told I I did not watch. There was a remake of Jacob Slider that just came out like I think last year, I maybe the year before. That as a goof. 
I almost watched the two, but then I was like, yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Oh, geez. I didn't even realize this. Uh, so the title, did, did, I, I didn't re- understand that the title was a reference. What do you mean? It's a biblical reference, right? The yeah. biblical story of Jacob's ladder or the dream of meeting place between heaven and earth. So yeah. the whole movie, the, the, expl- the explanation of the film is in the title. It's literally the title. It's literally the title. Also, it's it's also talked away by that's also the name of the drug in the movie. Yeah. Right. That's what it says in the right. Exactly. I do like that this movie is like deep without being super pretentious or convoluted. No, if anything, it's like it's very like watching it again this time. I mean, I've seen this movie a bunch, but like watching it again with more of a critical eye because we're doing the show. If anything, I feel like they do too many flashbacks to Vietnam. I would have taken all of those out, or at least like most of them. I feel like it hammers home that he's dead way too early. Well, I, I still say uh, we had this discussion when you were over here, though. I, I mean, I think it only hammers it home after you, if you yeah, know the yeah. resolution. Otherwise, you just feel you're figuring he's having flashbacks of like this traumatic experience he lived through, not the yeah. his death, right? And again, they're not you know in the structure of the movie. I mean, they're they're like to the audience ostensibly flashbacks, but they are happening, I think concurrently to the rest of everything that's happening in the movie. Yeah. Fair. Also, I, we touched on this in text messages, uh, but, um, how Eric LaSalle has like a Dorian Gray esque portrait of himself somewhere in his house. Cause he looks exactly the same as he did in nineteen. Right. He looks exactly the same. All right. Let's, uh, let's do five knuckle shuffles. Uh, what the hell, Alec? Ooh, it's gonna be like a two. Oh, I'm gonna go. Th- <laughs> I'm no wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Five. Go, lock me in at three. You guys shouldn't do that. You should. You should have like somehow written it down because you're gonna impact his score now if you start throwing. Fine, out I'll, write, I'll write it down. Well, you already said what you wanted, <laughs> dumbass. Um. No, TJ got it right. I was, that's what I was thinking. It's like a two. Yeah. Like, I wrote down three. I just, but you you it like just, horror movies, right? Like I, I, I'm just asking. This isn't like just in general. Like we've talked. I about don't even. I, I, I don't like. Horror I don't find. I don't, I don't like. I've I've started to like, I feel like some. Yeah, but like I don't. I don't even consider this a horror movie. How is it not like, a horror movie? <laughs> it's totally a horror. I don't know. Movie. Watching it, I wasn't like it's. I don't know. It might have horror elements, but it's not scary. This shit ain't scary. Alec Earth moved the podcast. Yeah. I, I subscribe to the Tim Stambaugh. Uh, yeah. Big ups, Tim Stambaugh. <laughs> One star. This shit's. Yeah. Oh. Um, is it, is it a, just a two for the tits? No. If I if I subjected it to our. Our. our uh, yeah. The, the tit rating, the misogynistic tit rating, it'd be like a 10 because there were a ton. Just well, for that one lady it showed was just a whole one bunch set. of them. A one set. Only well, I think we need to clarify that. Yeah, Are we, if one person also, showed that, yeah. that, is that actress is smoking hot. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't Big think I take umbrage with the idea that it's misogynist to talk about big old fat ass titties. Yeah, these weren't necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't big. They were nice. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of them. Present and accounted for. Um, yeah, uh, I like the Hudsucker proxy. That's a oh, Tim that's Robbins a movie. movie. I like. yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good movie. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good too. It's just like I don't know. It, it none of it was my cup of tea. I continue. It to should not have been Alec at all. I, it I, should have it, been scarier, or it should have been. 
darker. It, or it should have. It, it was. It, it tried to be too many things. It's like fucking ridiculously terrifying. Like it's the nightmare. The goddamn How terrifying the fucking party scene. Like the fuck the the, her, the girlfriend's getting raped by some weird tentacle monster, and then like, if, this, if this is what I have to look forward to on my deathbed, I am not stoked. A spike goes through <laughs> her face. Like I don't know, man. Like him him driving almost or him almost getting hit by that car, and then you just see that weird like non faced person in the back of the car, and like right, that's. You're- your son's dead. No, he's not. He's alive. No, he's dead. No, your friends are crazy. No, you're crazy. Like that's, I don't know. I don't know, man. I fi- I think that it's very unsettling. I think it has a lot of imagery that that'll stick with you. Like I I thought about this movie a long time. I don't know. I I find it very unsettling to say the least. But that's just me. Nah. So uh, yeah, not me. It's, it's I found two. it. I found it very settling. Like, very um... settling. Very settling. <laughs> Um, gods. Uh, it's, I, I, so I, it's an, I, it's a nine for me. I really like this movie quite a bit. Like, uh, I find it's uh terrifying. I think if it, honestly, if they just, if they, I think that little bit at the end about the LSD just doesn't need to be there, and then it's kind of perfect. Uh, it's. Uh, Fun fact, gogs. I actually shut the movie off before that title card because I. Knew oh well, that was out. smart. Because uh, me and TJ, we, we had TJ and I both were talking about. We hadn't watched it in a while, and yeah. as we're watching, we're like, "Didn't the drug thing play more into this?" Because they had they really kind of only introduced that in the third act. Yeah, they they, um, they introduced it so late. Gogs was like, "Maybe I forgot it. Like maybe we misremembered it." You know? Yeah, but like it's like there's so much just like hinted at like nightmarishness, and like I'm saying, like and and Tim Robbins, his it, it's weird, right? Because he doesn't sell it between scenes but then if you think about like when you're having a whack dream like shit makes sense in the moment and it's disjointed like if you take objectively take a step back shit's all out of whack but it made sense in the moment and you didn't didn't make any didn't, that, yeah didn't exactly do anything for you then um like the scene the surgery scene where he's got his head strapped down his eyes are just like twitching around trying to figure right. out what the fuck nightmare that scene with him in the goddamn bathtub full of water screaming like basically getting drowned and frozen like yelling at time. yelling at all these people that they, that they're killing him is like all exactly. just the little like like the little hinted haunted at creepy shit like people staring at him windows with half a face and people with no eyes and whatever the fuck was going on in the back of that like uh that nurse's head like oh yeah those weird like like bone fragments or whatever the fuck it was sticking out of her head like, yeah. it's it's unpleasant like like i don't know i and then you know like like i just said like if this if this is what happens when you die, count me out. Like I don't want it. Like let let me go quick. I see uh, me dying. Yeah, like like Danny Aiello's great in it. Uh, Tim Robbins, I think, is great in it. I mean, I don't think there's a really a. I didn't have I, no one's are no one's bad in it. Like the whole bit with him and Macaulay Culkin's so fucking tragic and sad. I don't know. I I think it's it's and 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 I think maybe I just hold it in some degree of reverence. Because of you can tell what it influenced, like the impact it had on the rest of cinema and like video games, like it, like there, you wouldn't have Silent Hill without Jacob's Ladder. That's like no, locked in. Of course, of course. Like it's not even. I mean, the people that make Silent Hill would agree to that. But yeah, so it's a, it, it's a nine. You get rid of that little bit about LSD at the end. It's probably a ten. Uh, Sean, 
Uh, my only regret is that I only have one life, so I can only give this ten. Uh, <laughs> this was like one of my favorite movies. It is probably my favorite horror movie, and I mean everything about it's great. The soundtrack slaps. I know we didn't touch on the soundtrack. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the soundtrack. The soundtrack but, is good, but the James Brown song during the party nightmare rape. Uh, I love seventies New York in movies like shit that shot on location. Like it's a weirdly. Um, not weirdly, but it's a real inclusive movie without drawing any attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this movie's perfect. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't understand. Like, most movies I can see, like, okay, well, like, Bronson's really pretentious, or this is that, or this is boring, or this is slow, and so. But I, I, I'm genuinely having a hard time kind of, like, wrapping my <laughs> head around why Alec didn't like it, like, at all. But, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, no, I. I can't say enough good things about this movie. I really can't. And like I've I watch it probably twice a year. God damn. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna pass the mic to TJ. Uh it's a ten for me, dog. I love this movie. I think this is like honestly, you know, besides your you know, the kind of slow burn seventies era horror movie stuff, kind of like hereditary or Rosemary's Baby, like this is or The Exorcist. Like, this is the kind of horror that I like. Like, I like the psychological horror that's also sort of, like, artsy and, like, there's shit, there's more shit to it, like, upon, you know, second and third viewings. Um, I think the only real crime is that they never, I mean, this guy that made this movie, Adrian something or other, I can't think of his last name, he's still alive. Like, let this guy make fucking Silent Hill 2 the movie. Like, why not? Like, like that's what everybody wants, right? Like all Silent Hill fans just want Silent Hill Two to be made into a movie. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Get this guy to do it. He basically already made it. Like it'd be perfect. Um, but no, I, I fucking love this movie. I love all the effects. I love all the weird ass like. Like I think the thing is that that I complain about a lot with like a lot of modern horror nowadays is that like anytime you see like a creature or a monster that's supposed to be like scary. It's got like a hundred CGI eyes and teeth and weird shit. It's dripping. Like this movie is like, oh, you want a fucking monster? Here's this weird surgeon that just doesn't have eyes. Like here's this weird guy with like half a body that's just twitching in a background. Like, oh, like you want like the, the for example the in the party rape scene, the party demon rape scene that we we keep bringing up. I I we, me and Gogs were talking about when he watched it, but like. And he and Gogs is totally right. You know, usually in those in that kind of sequence, I hate when there's a lot of cuts and a lot of flashing lights and and it distracts you from what's going on. But it's genius in this scene because Tim Robbins is horrified and there's nothing that you could have made that would have been as horrific as what Tim Robbins was seeing. So you barely show it. And it's brilliant because again, it's like a it's like a Lovecraftian thing, right? Like you you just you you kind of fill in the gaps of what he is witnessing, and you see just enough to be like really scared and off put and grossed out. Because again, it, it ties the violence and the sexuality. It's like uh, it, it Lovecraft is a less uh, apt comparison, maybe more of like a Clive Barkery kind of thing. Um, but I, I love this movie. I think this movie is brilliant. I wish there was more movies like this movie. Uh, to be honest, I feel like this movie is kind of kind of on on its own i mean there are other psychological horror movies but like stuff that brings in these kind of elements are kind of few and far between 
Well, um, like there's, I, I guess, like the two movies I think of when I think of this, like attempts are like Stir of Echoes, and yeah. uh, what's the Adrian Brody one? Not the Machinist. The oh, the, uh, the, the, the jacket, jacket. Like the jacket. Yeah, yeah. No, and neither one are great. No, uh, Stir of Echoes is good. Stir of Echoes has its moments. Yeah, it's not. You know, Isn't in the Tony Collette in Stir of Echoes? Yeah, yeah. No, no, not Tony. Clark. Kevin Bacon's Stir of Echoes, Liliana right? Douglas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, this is a ten. I love this fucking movie. I uh, I was kind of, I was kind of at a loss. Like when I had to realize I had to make another pick, and this was kind of just. It's all honestly. I mean, we obviously had a pretty decent discussion about it, but in if I came up with this pick last week or two weeks ago, I would have given it the too good rule. But it shows what it shows clearly. What the fuck do I know about something being too good for this show? Uh, so anyway, so that's uh, that is Jacob Slatter. So next week we have TikToktober, and I believe it's Sean's pick. Mm. Oh, because Sean didn't get a pick this month because he uh, sacrificed his pick. Sacrifice pick for so, love. Um, the runner. Aren't you? Are, I thought you said you're picking time crimes. I think I'm going to pick time Chronos crimes. criminales or Hot Tub Time Machine Two, <laughs> Which, or Primer. Well, Primer would be great because it's only an hour long. <laughs> I think based on length alone, it'll get a 10 from everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find something. All right. I, w- I want to pick something a little bit like weird. You know, what I really want to watch at some point is that H.G. Wells uh, fucking fights Jack the Ripper movie with uh, the Terrence Stamp or Malcolm McDowell. Oh, do that. Time after time. Yeah, I can never find it, though. You know what I'm talking about, I guess. What's uh, it called? I've seen it. I saw it when I was a kid or when I was younger. It's got uh, not Terrence Stamp. It's Roddy McDowell. Okay. And Mary Steenburgen. Mm. And who fights Jack the Ripper? H.G. Wells, is it? H.G. Wells fights Jack the Ripper from nineteen. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, he like they use the time machine, and somehow Jack the Ripper gets put into modern day, and then H.G. Wells comes to find him. Is it available? I remember I thought it was hilarious because there's a scene where he learns how to drive a car, and he's like, "Oh." The one pedal accelerates it. The other pedal retards it. And I laughed for like five minutes because <laughs> I was like nine. Uh, it looks like you can run it on something that has an icon that's a star. What the fuck is this? Stars. It's well, not prime. I don't know. Like, I also might go rogue and pick Highlander too because I think that has time travel in it. And that's one of the worst movies ever made. I can't remember if it has time travel or like I remember it being very confusing because they were like aliens, but it's also time travel. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm picking. Time, I'm picking Time Cop. I just realized. Time Cop's solid, man. I, I really enjoy that movie. I watched it pretty recently. I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm well, if I'm Sean doesn't pick Primer, I am because it'll be nice to watch a movie that's an hour long. Or maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll pick Looper. That's a movie I feel mm. like I need to revisit because I feel like I'm not going to like it anymore. It's not good. But yeah. yeah, pick Looper. Uh, Alex, do you have any ideas on what you're going to pick for TikToktober? No, I'm gonna have to look around. Look around, and I have no clue. Not Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That they don't uh, time travel be... in that. Huh? They don't time travel in Bogus Journey. What the hell are you talking about? Of course they do. No, they don't. What do you mean? I don't think so. No, they, they just go to like hell and alternate dimensions, right? Do they actually go to the future in that one? I, I don't like think they... so. They time travel in the first one, but I guess technically there still is time travel because I think Lucas anomalous. is still in it. Yeah. All right. Either All way. Right. We'll figure it out. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we'll figure out what Sean picked. So it'll be something exciting. Uh, I, uh, I'm still in. I'm in 
I mean, again, like we've talked about before, absolute shock over Turbo Kid, uh, an absolute shock over this film. I just, I just continually, this will be a running narrative on movie the podcast is that I just don't understand Alex picks like what Alec will like and what he doesn't like. Mm, I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a Reebok t-shirt. I don't know if I'm ever going to pick one that he's going to like again. (laughs) I'm I'm generally like, I'm bummed out that we didn't get to watch my original pick because I feel like everyone would have liked it. Like it's weird, but it's like, it's like funny weird. Well, you like it, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but like it's not like artsy, like it's not like hard to understand weird. It's just like kind of a, a strange, quirky movie. But I'm bummed out we didn't get to watch it. Gods, you're not going to pick Free Jack. Oh shit, Ooh, Free Jack! Free Jack. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to watch Time. I haven't watched Time Cop in a long time. But Free Jack, I saw Time Cop in the. Wait, Free Jack's not a time. Is it a time travel movie? I thought it was like a cyberpunk movie. Well, no, no, it's a time travel movie. Is doesn't he somebody gets yanked from his like yeah. race car explosion and sent into the future to fight Mick Jagger's? It, it's like a last Starfighter movie. type idea yeah. with time travel. Yeah, I remember that. All right, Terry Holmes, Emilio Estevez, Free Jack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, all right. go eat your own ass. Go listen to uh, all the other shows. There's going to be a new inept supervillain show by the time this gets uploaded because I just got an email from Elliot. Oh, subscribe nice. to Vague Idea. Yeah, subscribe to Nate's show, Nate Raviolio. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> I'm slurping. Yeah, up. make sure you listen to. Um, uh, the episode of Villains, while it's still legal to do so. Yeah, true. Wait, what? Oh, shit, I might pick Donnie Darko. I fucking hate that movie. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no, dude. Don't why would movie. it be illegal to listen to the Inept Supervillains? Because <laughs> of their radical leftist opinions. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. By radical leftist, it means they don't want to get killed by the police. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a pretty a, yeah. crazy idea. All right, everybody. Burr, burr. Burr. Gogs, All how right. are you going to... How do you send this file? Do you, just... Uh, uh.